everyone. Thank you once again for tuning in. You know what it is, the Iconist Podcast. And like usual, one of your hosts here, Barry3D for Deep Dark Delicious. The joke is still going in 2023. Thank you. If you need to know where to find me, it's very simple at Barry3D.com. You can see the links down below. Find all my socials. Add me there. And like usual, like, subscribe, and share. Don't let the show be a secret. Let's go. Now, like usual, I can't do this show alone. You know I never do this show alone, and by always, I have my best friend, my cousin, the DJ, the man, the myth, the legend, the champion of the people, and he plays the music that makes the booty shake in 2023 in the new year going forward every Wednesday on Twitch. Who am I talking about? Talking about me. I go by the name of DJ Rod C. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Icon. Yes. We'll get there. We'll get there. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's go for the normals. Let's go for the normals. All right, let's go through the normal. So first and foremost, Rod, where can they find you? I know I already said Twitch, but let them know where oh, you, Twitch listen, you can find me on the world of Twitch. You can find me at D at twitch.tv forward slash DJ. Rod C. But you also can find me on the world of the internet on the place they call the I and the G, the Insta and the Gram at Mr. Rod C. Listen, I'm all over. We're having some fun. Come on, true. As Barry said, you know, got my show on Wednesday, got my shows on Monday, I got my shows on Sunday. Say in reverse order to see if you're paying attention. I see that you are. Let's go. Let's go. So you got a, you got a show on Monday. You got a show on Wednesday. Got a show on Wednesday. I got a show on, on Sunday. But uh, listen, we're ever growing. We're we ever growing. No show on Saturday? No Saturday love? We got Saturday love. Don't worry about it. those. Are, those are opportunities that just pops up. We got different shows on the Saturday, but don't worry. As a side note, I don't know if we saw it. The last time we, we talked, I had a show on a Saturday. That's and I'm cool. like, and I brought up Saturday love. And I said every single time, oh, where is Barry? Oh, Barry, just letting you know I'm playing your song right now. Man, I know, and I was out there, I was oh, out and about, man, and yeah, 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 so I gotta, see, I kind of failed my cousin on that one by not showing the support, so don't be a barrier, show the support for all the people out there in your life, life is going by too quick, gotcha, and of course, on top of that, the man that makes us look so pretty has us with all the information on the screen, we go kick it off, because in the new year, it's still the same old crew, same old G, the one and only DJ Digital Art. That's right. Let's go. That's right. Jason Reeves, DJ Digital Arts. If you need any work done from templates to, 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 you said <laughs> DJ, didn't you? I did Sorry. You didn't know Jason's a DJ, but he's a DJ tonight. Jay, Jay, Jay's just, just dying with laughter. Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do an automatic repeat. Ladies and gentlemen, that actually should be saying as Jay Bird Digital Art Art. Jay Bird. Oh, my Catch goodness. It. Wow. That was funny. That was that funny. Was funny. I, even that after I left funny. my voice, I was like saying, you say DJ. Did I really just? After how many episodes? And we, we th- man. Sorry, Jay. You know, Jay, I'm under Jay, cold Jay, medicine Jay. right now. And it's just <laughs> one of those days. So, Jaybird Digital Arts, you need any work done, uh, templates like ours, something along those lines. You need any kind of flyers, any kind of video or, you know, stuff done. Reach out to Jay. Uh, yeah. And he'll hook you up with some good templates, some good uh, posters, all that stuff. And and I know his wife does, like, photography, too. So, if you, anyone that needs headshots for anything you're doing within the arts, 
reach out to Jay. He'll hook you up. And if you need any kind of work like we have similar here, just mention that you heard about it on the Iconist podcast. And Jay will give you a discount. Love it. Love it. Save those ducats. Let's go. In That's 2023, right. we're here about saving money and reinvest them in different places. We'll have a conversation about that another time. On that note, we are talking about the icon is King of the Hill. <clears throat> now, I know in the past, we've always got bad to say, oh, we're going to come back and do it, and then we don't come back and do it. So now we're being more accountable for that, and we're making sure to come back and do it, and we say we're going to do that. We're going to hold our promise to you. We are doing our second part of King of the Hill. And mm-hmm. we wanted to make sure we brought something a little bit different that we did last time. Last time we were going through the characters and all that stuff. And, and I know we didn't cover all of them, but, and there's so much more to cover because me and Rod yeah. love that just, show. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Very interesting. There's a lot of things you can learn from King of the Hill. Right. Um, about propane and its accessories. <laughs> This is the way and how it's different than having gas. Gas is better than charcoal. Listen, Hank Hill will tell you the ways of good nurturing food you have better taste with propane. I'm just saying. Just. Oh, you know, and and, and and I might judge. I mean, good on, good on you, man. You turned around, you started this show, and a lot of people didn't believe in the show at first. They didn't think it was going to go anywhere. And then sure enough, here we are, seasons later, running in, in syndication. It's going in reruns. The show's even on Disney+. Plus. Does that make... Peggy Hill, a Disney princess? I don't know. I don't know. But maybe her and Luann could be Disney princesses. Might be more for Luann, if anything. Uh, but you know Peggy will definitely fight for that title at the least. She'll oh, okay. be putting up a fight for the, at least to be called a princess of some sort. Or a you queen know, of least of some sort, at least. Let's put this way. Oh, if Mickey Mouse knocked on and for Hank Hill's door and said, hey, Hey Hank Hill, I'm here to give your give you know uh, make a princess by giving her a crown, right? And Luann's standing there, Luann like, oh my god, I'm gonna be a princess. He's like, Luann, we know the true princess is me, but you know, That's I only want to be Hank's princess, so I'll let you have it because Peggy right. Hill has got this overconfidence, confidence. That man <laughs> is walking. You know, Kevin who watches the show will get that joke with confidence. <laughs> if you see my boy, pretty boy Kev walking down the street, that man walks with confidence. <laughs> he wears those tight pants with his confidence. <laughs> I don't care. You got to come and find me to kill me, man. You know what I'm saying? I've been liking Kevin's butt for that one for oh, years, okay. man. So know. he knows. He knows. Come on now. Know. Y'all don't I know. know Kevin. Oh, I know. Yeah. Kevin knows. Know. Kevin's laughing. Kevin got a great sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. So. Got that confidence. You got to have that 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 Peggy Hill confidence in life, man, and it and it mm-hmm. and it works. So, wow. right. So that's what I said. That, that's a discussion maybe for another time. Is Peggy Hill and Luann Disney princesses? Is Luann a Disney princess? I don't know. Put it in the comments oh. below. Let's have a discussion. Let's talk. But on part two of King of the Hill, we're going to talk about the genius of Mike Judge, right? Now, I know a lot of people. I mean, uh, you know, King of the Hill. That's 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 the hill I'm, I'm dying on. Here to stand at. Cotton Hill, right? So that's the hill I'm dying on. Okay, uh, there's a joke in there. So yes, you know he he also did that show the the head. He did the you know of course Beavis and Butthead. All right, and there's talk, and he's working on bringing back King of the Hill. We all know that. But mm-hmm. what I didn't know, and Rod brought to my attention the other day, and I think okay, this is why I was perfect to do part two. 
was, did you all know there was a possible spinoff of King of the Hill in the works? What, what do you mean? What well, do you mean? Well, <laughs> Rod was scrolling through the internet like we do. Came up, saw this article, said, you got to see this. I read the article, and I went, hot dog. And then I turned around, and I went down the article again, and he goes, look for the video. I'm like, video? Went back, read the article, and saw a link. Click the link. It was the spinoff from King of the Hill. Question is, that spinoff would that have been? Hmm, interesting. <laughs> you know which character was the potential spinoff for King of the Hill. <sighs> you know, th 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 this this was even beyond me. And I think out of all the characters they could have picked, I was floored when I saw who it was. And then I saw the show and, you know, it's no word of a lie. You can find the show on YouTube. We'll put the link yep. below so you can watch it. If you will listen to our show, you can go and hit the link below and watch it. It's about a 20-minute-ish episode yeah. maybe a little bit less than that very rough you know and it, it's there so uh the character they were going to do the spinoff of uh was one of hank's tv shows that he likes to watch which is monsignor Monti uh, martinez mm -hmm. <laughs> now if you're not sure if you're a casual fan of king of the hill and not like a a, 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 a disciple like me and rod you're gonna say who's monsignor martinez so he shows up at times when Hank Hill is watching car is watching TV and he's talking to Bobby and he's watching TV. There's only two things that Hank watches. It's either football or he watches Monsignor Martinez, which is a Mexican uh, man dressed as a priest with like reflective sunglasses on. And he's always chasing down criminals, pulling out a gun and fighting them all the time. Monsignor Martinez. And you're like, OK, what am I missing here? And he even made an episode uh, appearance, like because he's an actor right. playing a character in a show. So at one point, Peggy meets him. He's looking for a teacher to teach his kids English because, but he needs someone who understands Spanish. And Peggy thinks it's like okay, she goes and takes the job. But then, of course, what happens is Peggy thinks that just him being nice is like he's flirting with me. He wants me to be his new wife, and Peggy Hill's confidence overrides common sense. Yeah. You know, like he brings her flowers, saying, "Hey, thank you so much for being here and taking care of my kids." He's an actor. Picture like Eric Estrada reaching out to a teacher, saying, "Hey, I want you to come to the house to help my kids with oh, English." With and he's Eric like, Estrada. Yeah, Let's man. Go with Antonio. Just go with Antonio. How did you go there? Eric oh, that's true. Out. Sorry, sorry. No, no, Antonio, Antonio, Antonio Banderas. No, no, no disrespect to Eric, but I mean, that's this true. is more similar to Antonio Banderas. Oh, I sit corrected. It's Antonio Banderas. So picture Antonio Banderas turns around and says, hey, I want you to help my kids in English. And then you're like, well, where? And Peggy's like, well, where's the mom? And he's like, oh, she's no longer with us. He says something along those effect, along those lines. Mm -hmm. Now, he's not 100% bilingual so his english sometimes the tones or the words are a little bit off so peggy mm -hmm. took it that the mom dead she's like oh my gosh then you find out the episode no she was just gone away on vacation yes right so now elf shows do spin off of characters and i don't know how this would have turned out 
So what happened was this spinoff, and I'll get more in the details of it, is uh, Mike Judge was working on it. So he filmed the full pilot. The whole fi- pilot was filmed. Mm-hmm. He had it at his home in Texas, or you know where he works at his studio, uh, or studio in Texas. He had it on the computer, and he was still in the process of editing. So it was very rough. The, all the music wasn't there. It was just a pilot, just to show the, the TV networks what it could be. And of course, understand, anytime a show is a pilot, mm-hmm. they will show the pilot to, you know, shop it around to the to the network executives yep. the executives someone will say yeah we like it but now let's refine it and make it more for tv so actors can change henceforth you go back to star trek this is why you know when you, you watch the pilot of star trek captain kirk is nowhere there when they actually do the first episode captain kirk is there right, right? in the pilot it's pike mm-hmm. you, but they still work it into the storyline after uh the fact of you know more of pike so this is what it was, but then someone broke into his house. Mm. Carmel will find you. Carmel will find you. <laughs> so this was during, you know, King of the Hill was still going on. It was still on the air. This is the King of the Hill was still on the air at this time. Right. Someone ended up breaking into uh, Mike's house, um, and and stole a whole lot of his equipment. The video was on there. He thought to himself, "Well, that's it." There's no way to kind of go through, do all this again. Right. He just kind of got back with, kept going with King of the Hill. He didn't try to reshoot it uh, or nothing. You know, it was just gone. And he goes, oh, you know, what can I do? I've already invested right. my own money into this. Right. I'm not going to redo everything again. It was just a, more of a financial aspect. Oh, about to say, kind of like a financial loss, you know? Just yeah. Let it yeah. What it yeah. He, he wrote it off and he thought, okay, I will never uh, see this again. Now, to the power of the internet. You know, Mike would always hear rumblings of people saying, hey, on Reddit, oh, by, by the way, I saw that pilot of Monsignor Martinez, you know, and it would, people would discuss it on Reddit. And he would see it and he would like, ah, you know, people on Reddit, not all 100% truthful. He didn't put 100, he didn't believe it. He just said, right. okay, sure, whatever, right? It's like, you know, when toy companies like uh, Palator Toys over in the UK, they, they buried their toys, you know, the Star Wars toys, and no one knows where they are. It's like when you hear um, Activision turn around and buried the, all the ET copies from the Atari that didn't sell, and they buried them in a landfill. They're out there. Like, right. is it true? We're not true. So he kind of put it in that kind of bucket, didn't really follow through with it, and said, okay, it is what it is. And then more people talked about it. And he's like, oh, okay, it is what it is. And then one day someone's like, hey, look, man, Mike, guess what's on YouTube? Well, first of all, we're on YouTube. No, I guess we're right here. <laughs> you know, and he says it, it's on YouTube. Someone got a copy of it. It was going around like underground at some of the comic cons. Someone got a copy of it, uploaded it to YouTube. Not a grainy copy, like a well, like you well, could tell it was well filmed even back then. Copy the full pilot episode in its rough gem on YouTube. And he was like, oh, cool. So he got to rewatch it all these years later. And comment on it. And even him commenting on it, when I read the article in the interview where he's mentioning it, he wasn't bitter. He wasn't angry. He wasn't like, how dare they put it on YouTube? It's unfinished. He didn't have that at all. He was more like, oh, it's cool. The rumors are true. It's still out there. Someone put it on YouTube. I can get to see it again. You know? Uh, So this is like a... it, It was interesting to watch. So the character, when you look at the actor that he picked... To Rod's point, yeah, he does give me uh, Antonio Banderas vibes. Right. Definitely from the Desperado uh, 
era of of his career. Yes, he definitely has that particular vibe. Yes, yeah. yes, and the humor was going to be very over the top. But here's a twist: it was live action. So if everyone's saying, "Well, how come he just didn't redraw it, Barry?" It was live action. The spinoff was going to be live action from a cartoon. So you know what? Let me. I'll, I'll put in some context. It's even it's, you know we saw it. I saw it, it in the uh, in the in the um in the the notice that I saw the notice in the article that I saw mm-hmm. to give you a good understanding. Like for those who may not know who Monster Martinez is, if you think of when you see the Simpsons. Whenever you see the Simpsons and you see the little parody to have of, of uh, McBain, McBain yes. and how how over the top the McBain character is type of scenario, this is basically Judge Judge's version, his kind of his parody off of that, and that's why it's so it's so outlandishly funny that you have this particular character again. Uh, I, I, you know, it's 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 funny that it's hard to think of it. Is he a bounty killer? Is he a detective? Is he an assassin? Because basically in any of the clips that he does, he does something so in that realm, you're like thinking, Martinez is going for somebody. Oh my gosh, you're you're a big trouble, my friend. You're about to get you're about to get the five across the eye. You're you're there's some serious problems coming across you right now. So it's having a live action one and having that pull from Desperados type of vibe, you can see that this could act this this could have actually turned out to something um very, I'm not saying profitable, but it's right. something that could actually kind of gain, gain some traction. And basically, definitely because again, from the spinoff of you know Desperado, Dawn of the Dead, that type of era in that yeah. time, yeah. this would have definitely been a great, a great show to see. I'm definitely sure it would have got picked up, and someone would have definitely saying, "Oh, we're gonna go with this," or definitely as it is now turning into a cult classic that people are starting to recognize and realize and listen. Um, you all need to see, you need to see that pilot. And who knows? Maybe he can come back to life again. Oh. Well, King of the Hill's coming back, so well, that's always a good possibility, right? And these, and these things also happen. I mean, the, these, these tropes, these tropes happen all the time. So look at you mentioned, yeah. mentioned McBain Simpsons, right? Yeah. It's a parody of, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. You know, the goggles do nothing for my eyes. Trust mm. me, everyone knows that line, radioactive boy. Jimmy Willikers. <laughs> uh, so you have that. You know, we have Monsignor Martinez from King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. Even if you watch the other cartoon, F is for Family, the one uh, loosely based off of Bill Burr's life. Okay. Right? Okay. His dad watches a show, and the show he watches like something like MacGruber or whatever, and the guy is like a hardcore, he's like a Pierce Bronson kind of character on a TV show, very similar vibes like this. You just, you just see him for a second. It's right. over the top. It's got some slapstick. It's got some out there humor, some good parodies. And you're like, Oh man, that's funny. And they just show up for like 30 seconds and all that. And then they move on back to the main story. So this is what the, the father figure enjoys. So we see out of all this stuff, Hank loves his propane. Hank loves his football and Hank loves, you know, Monsino Martinez and they all sit there and watch it. And, you know, the only thing is in the live action that I would say was missing were the glasses. Like he has longer Fast. hair, right? So yeah. he looks more exactly Antonio Banderas, but the character wears glasses. But it's so like over. It, it got to You got to take it as is. You got to take it really as a parody of what it is, and not mm-hmm. try to connect it. You know, the the first minute or so, I'm like, okay, and then after a while, I was just dying of laughter. 
especially when he explains the whole thing about his wife. <laughs> the guy turns around and he's like, oh, this, this guy, he's a drug dealer. He turned around and, you know, he assaulted my wife. And he has a flashback. And you see Montino Martinez walks into a room. He opens the door. He sees his wife with the main gangster that he's supposed to be hunting down. And, you know, they're engaged in Cortis going at it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, what are you doing? Now, clearly, the wife is cheating on him. Right. And even back then, how did him and the wife uh, meet? They were doing like salsa dancing competitions. And then she went off and then she ended up cheating on, on Martino Martinez. And he's like, no. Now, when he tells the story, the guy assaulted her, forced himself on her. But clearly everyone can see and hear, no, she was really cheating on him. Even she answers to it. Like, <laughs> he's assaulting you. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, he's got his own vision and it's just so out there. Yeah. And, 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 and even when he tells the story, everyone around him is like, so in your language, you mean assault is cheating? What's this cheating about? And you mean that their bodies are raving around in a hot, lathery sweat and doing this, this, and that? You know, then, then yes, I guess you, to, to your words, she was cheating. But my, you know, my uh, Maria would never do that. <laughs> and now she's working as, a, she's part of a cult working at a ranch in Nevada. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'm trying to think it, if it's that ranch. Well, let's leave it if there's a real parody to the real ranch in Nevada, but we'll leave it at that. Well, that's <laughs> it, right? So to him, she's in a cult, but clearly we all know yeah. what she's doing. Right. And and, 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 and just the, the jokes is like, oh, yeah, you know, he gets off a plane, he goes to rent a car. He has someone picking him up from the airport. And even the guy that picks him up, <laughs> there's, a, there's like an action sequence that happens there at the airport. And I don't want to break it down for anybody. You really got to watch it and just sit there and going, mm. what the hell am I seeing? But it's just so over the top. What I think is so amazing is that they took, it, usually we'll have a live action. You'll see like an Avengers live action. And then mm-hmm. Saturday morning, there'll be a cartoon on it, right? Because we can't get, you know, the actors who do the live action to do a weekly cartoon voiceover, but you people want to get more Avengers uh, and see this. So, of course, you see the Avengers movie by Marvel, and you're like, okay. And then he's like, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the Avengers. You're like, I'll watch that every Saturday morning because the story's kind of tying in. It fills that void. Mm -hmm. This went reverse. I don't remember ever a cartoon starting off and then saying, we're doing a spinoff of one of our characters as live action. Well. Correct me if I'm wrong. I I, I could be wrong. We could be wrong think of uh of uh i'm thinking of something in reverse but prior to that uh-huh. was an action figure who went to a cartoon mm-hmm. who went to live um your other favorite yo joe <laughs> greatest american hero <laughs> oh that, right? that okay be True. another 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 one you can say sir they're, they're not that many that and so the, at least the best way of saying it they're very far in between that you actually have right an actual cartoon that got flipped over because i'll put it this way in that particular time frame if you're thinking now it's a rarity yeah back in the 80s yeah there, there was in the 80s there was you know you, at least you, you did your gi joe you did your he-man transformers, you did your transformers. at least of the, the top three tears at that point we can okay. think I, you know I what i mean you. But, but after yeah. after a while you don't see you don't see that parody you don't see that reverse parody anymore no no it's you're absolutely right now the, and the only thing is, and I'm not trying to like look. Oh no, no, I'm right. It was no. 
the, see, you know, those are all main characters. That's what right? I'm saying. The actors, but they're, they're act, that's why I say is that's why I have to pause because they're yeah, it's they're, close. they're figures, they're figurines who got pulled into cartoons, who yeah. then got pulled into. That's why I pause. Yeah. That's why I say there's characters. I mean, actors figures went to that. I agree with so that. So it's, it's at least as per what you're saying, cartoons itself. Uh, there might be that around, and again, it might have been just in that time frame right. because as, after, like in the nineties and the two thousands. And t- 2010s, I don't think anything off the top of my head where it was like cartoon no. anime that went that way. Right. And, and the thing is, though, but those that was a whole cast of characters, right? It was like all the G.I. Joe that moved together. This Correct. one is like literally King of the Hill. Right. And it wasn't like a spinoff with Dale. It yeah. wasn't a spinoff of Boomhauer, right. you know, uh, Boomhauer going, being a police officer. Mm-hmm. Right. It was really, here it is, is the, the one, I mean, I would say, okay, if they did Boomhauer. Boomhauer and put Boomhauer and say, okay, here's Boomhauer during the day outside of being a womanizer without his back, you know, his back is healed. Right, 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 right. Here he is, you know, Boomhauer as uh, a, a Texas Ranger yeah, and following yeah, his adventure, it's live action. Yeah, I'm like, okay, which would still be cool. Yeah, you can still pull off a show like that. They, they can, but you know, but my whole thing is Boomhauer is one of the, the, the four, like the right. main four. Yeah, yeah. Monsignor Martinez is in the, the world. Like, we watch Hank. Hank watches Monsignor Martinez, who is an actor. So it's like a show within a show portrayed Correct. by a fictional character. Right. So this is like, it's like taking Bumblebee Man from The Simpsons and giving him no, completely. a live show. Because he's not a character. if you said, oh, we're going to do a live show on, let's say, Lisa Simpson, or do a live show on Mo and make right. Mo a live character, you're like, completely. okay, one of the smaller characters. You, and yeah. you give them that. You're like, Even back okay. to McBain. Even back to McBain. McBain is a fun. Maybebe is a prime example of what you're saying. I completely understand. Yeah. We're yeah. watching what what it is is basically we are now watching the Monsieur Martinez uh show. Yes. As though just to make it make it make it retrocon that Hank Hill is alive in that sense, that we're right. in the same type of world that if he could watch that, I can watch that. At the same time I feel like, oh, I feel like I'm in I'm in Arlen, Texas, because I'm watching what Hank is watching. Oh I uh-huh. feel special. There you go. And that's exactly. That's exactly. No, I hear. I hear exactly what you're saying. Right. I just say all the characters they could have told. I mean, I I would have gone more with. Uh, my thought would have been okay. Let's let's put Boomhauer uh, on his day job. You know, as a as a Texas Ranger. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just go that way. That would have definitely been a cool spinoff, and still could happen too. Mm-hmm. Right. Not and don't take him way out of that world. I mean. In the evenings, he's hanging out with Hank and all that. But during the day, it's Boomhauer, Texas Ranger. And really have him, I guess, talk normal-ish at times when he's yep. doing his job. And as soon as he's off the clock, it's like, Boomhauer, good job. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. So you're done for the shift? Yeah, man, my shift down now at 5 o'clock, man. I just turned around. I'm just going to hang home, man. Like that. Yeah. And he goes back to his gibberish talk. He's like, Boomhauer? He's like, yo, man, happened? when I'm off the clock, I just talk relaxed, man. I just how I talk, man. Just how I talk. You know, I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Okay. But when he's on the job, or maybe keep him the same way. But I just like the idea that he took well, that been funny. cartoon and went oh, come out on. of all the characters I can pick down the rabbit hole, Monsignor Martinez. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dos Dios or whatever he, he says there. Medias Condolos or, you know, Dos mm-hmm. Condolos. I can't. I'm not Spanish. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. We, we, we from Montreal. We, nous autres, parlez-vous français. Uh, espagnol? No, that's the, you know, the person down in Okay, so there we go. That was my French for the day. <laughs> Got it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. But, and in fact, he's not even, so 
it's anyone watching this go in there and think as as rod said before think desperado with antonio banderas mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it go back watch that movie enjoy it the weekend's almost you know enjoy it on the weekend then sit there and pull up that parody and watch that and go huh uh-huh. Even if you watch the King of the Hill episode I tell you about, and I can't remember which season or episode it is, but it's easy to find through Disney Plus. You find that episode with Senor Martinez with Peggy Hill, you'll get a better real understanding because you'll see him as the character and you'll see him as the actor. So they shows more clips of him. And then you watch this parody, you'll sit here going, huh, that is so over the top, but uh-huh. funny. I think Rod, you're trying to track it down there for me. I am. I am trying to track it down. Uh, King of flirting with the masters. Hold on, just keep going, keep going. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> you know, and keep in mind, King of the Hill ran thir- look at what, 12, uh, 12 seasons. Like this show, no, sorry, uh, thirteen seasons. And when the show was supposed to end, you know, it didn't even have its true ending. They came back and it, they gave it one ending. They came back and gave it four more episodes to really wrap it up. So I really love the fact of all the ground they covered on this show. I, I'm i all about the spinoff, but don't do it like a Cleveland show. Don't let the character leave the main cast. I think the best way to do it in both worlds is have the character have their own show, but still interact with the gang. Mm-hmm. Right With Cleveland show, they it, it didn't work for me because they took Cleveland and he moved away from Spoonerville or Spoonville, wherever you know Peter's located in Rhode Island. Yeah. And put him in another place uh, in another town it was too much they just should have you know said hey during the day let's follow cleveland cleveland show we know he was a postman we know he has a bake shop okay and then you know he hangs with his buddies on the weekend and that's more like real life because if you look at just your friends you know me myself or rod at a friend group or, or anyone with your own friend group you have your friends you'll hang out with on the weekends maybe sometimes after work and so forth but then you have your other people who are friends of yours that you work with every day and you got your family involved and that's where it ties in, right? So you got the, your, the people you work with as friends, you got your true friends that you come and come up with high school or, or elementary school or, or, or college, university, or you just met at local places and you form that bond of friendship, you know, even if they're gym buddies and that can be your adventures. You could have adventures at home and outside of home. So you have adventures at work and adventures at home and King of the Hill are all home-based adventures. The only person you see mostly at his job is Hank, followed by Bill, then followed by Dale. Dale, yeah. Right? Because Dale is not really, he's more flexible. You know, he just goes up there and and does his killing. That's his thing. The rest of the time, you know, Dale's just an exterminator. The rest Mm -hmm. of the time, it's really his wife, Nancy, that goes to work every single day. But I'm talking out of the four guys who you see go to work is... Hank gets up, goes every day to the propane shop. So he's got, and he comes in the evening, hangs with his friends. Mm-hmm. Bill is uh, on the army base. He's cutting hair. Dale is doing conspiracy theories from his basement, coming up with super bugs. And then once in a while, he comes in there to do a job, you know, uh, and Boomhauer, he's out with a bad back. This is why you never see Boomhauer at work. Cause he's on, he's on workers comp. Which is as you, as you let that sink in for half a second in the regards of, Actually, having a character portrayed to be out on work, work and comp, and it's not like it's just a, a one hearsay type of scenario. You're actually making a character who's that's 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 his function. That's what happened. I'm like, wow, 
never would think of having a writer, you know, having that written in as a character as maybe a one or two time episode. Basically, that's him. Yep. That's him. I'm like, wow. 13 seasons of Mad Dean is back out, showing how long these things can take to heal. I'm just saying. Absolutely. He's a wild boy. I tell you, Boomhauer is the man. And it's not because he's womanizing. He's home. He's on workers' comp. He's got the sports car. He lives alone. He lives that bachelor life. But, you know, you find out he was a surfer. You you find out all the wild things he used to do and still does. And he's a cop. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Hilarious. He should know better. And he's the one that's out there like, woo! And running around in his leopard speedo. Yep. Listen, so let me, let me let everybody know. You can find it on season eight. The fifth episode of season eight. Flirting with the Master. Okay, that is the one that has Peggy Hill with with the actor Monsil uh, Martinez. Monsil Martinez. So you yes. can you can you can watch the actual episode again. You can find it on Disney Plus and catch it from there. But yeah, that's what we will say. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. When that was that was that show was a lot of fun. So this there is so this is why we wanted to kind of follow up with King of the Hill and and bring this up to everyone i mean and sometimes these hidden gems that just show up and you're like wow there was so much in that show but i didn't know about that that spin-off and that he was looking to do that was, you know that that was what got me it's and it's you know someone ended up stealing it but then again you know they bring it back uh and there we go los dios <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I'm going to put up, this is hilarious. I love this character's look. The only thing, as I said, he looked more like Antonio Banderas, where the car- in the cartoon, he's got short hair. Mm-hmm. He, and he's always got like two guns. Out of nowhere. But we'll, we'll let that one go. <laughs> and he's a priest. <laughs> but I think the actor really did well with the source material that he had. He turned around and it's like, hey man, you're breaking the law. He goes, me man's law? No. I only respond to God's law. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and and they gave him a sidekick in in the show. They they gave him a sidekick. It was almost like you know he was uh, Tyler Everett to Black Panther. They, 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 he had this sidekick who was turning around and like, man, my girlfriend was cheating on me, and I got to work from the boss. Oh, someone's my parking space. Oh, who is it? Oh, it's my boss's. It's my boss's mom. <laughs> you should go over there and tell her to move her car. No, I can't do that. Now hold on, I'm let me just double park right here. I got to go and give him his laundry. Oh, and there's gunplay involved. There, 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 the, 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 the first scene he gets into where he's chasing down two drug dealers at the airport, mm. and the reason why he does it, I can see what they're trying to do. Right. That's that's all I gotta say. Anyone, I'm telling you, if you're a true fan of King of the Hill, go out catch this episode. Keep in mind where the mind is coming from, the world it's based on, <laughs> and, you know. And of course, I said, and it's also an unfinished. It's still very rough. It's unfinished product, but it's filmed. Like all the sequences were there, mm-hmm. and we got some insight of what could have been. Right. What, what about you, Rod? Is there a, is there a character on King of the Hill before you end this show? Is there a character on King of the Hill that you would have liked maybe to see a spinoff of, or could imagine one? Oh, ah. Uh... Let's see, spinoff. How far can we get with, you know what, for me, it would have to have been like the odd couple type of scenario. Mm-hmm. It would have to have been Bill and Dale. Like if I'm going to do it, it'll be an like, odd couple type of Bill and Dale because you can't have one. You could do one to a certain degree with Dale. You can do one with Bill by themselves. Type of, but if you put them together, 
for some particular reason, mm -hmm. uh, Dale, Dale leaves Nancy or whatever case is, but he has to do an odd, he got to do the odd couple type of setup and they have to move in together. That would be, that would be the start of something that makes you like, oh, 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 okay. oh my goodness. That'd be very interesting to see Bill being his uh, nervous self and just being like laxy days and relaxing and the place is not improper uh, up to par. And then you got conspiracy Dale just wondering like who's coming in the house, like, you know, what I've done. They're after me now. They set certain things in motion from years ago and this is the end result. I now stuck with you and oh my goodness. And Dale. Yeah. I would like to see that. Uh, I think I might want to see that. See, if we had to do spinoffs, I would go, okay, Marcino Mantegas, okay, he opened that door. Uh, mm. For myself personally, who would I want to see a spinoff of would be uh, John Redcorn. I, that's what this, I've thought of that. I thought of John Redcorn. But if you're going John Redcorn, <laughs> you now turn that right into a, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a direct line to a soap opera. That's a direct line to a soap opera life. That's of like, course. That's like, Days of our John, you know, John of our days, or I don't know. I, I don't know how it will be late. It rains that. on John. It rains on John. That would be. A, that, John that would be. Redcorn. Peggy Hill. Because I thought, we, I thought know. Of that. we know where we, he would go. Right? Because we know John Redcorn is, is Joseph's biological father. Mm -hmm. We also know that John Redcorn has a daughter from another girl. Correct. That, you know, everyone else seems to know, except, you know, uh, Joseph, that's, that's, and I can't remember the girl's name. And at one point, they were getting closer and closer, and they were using, and Peggy was like, you know, go over there, be a, th be a third toe. It's okay to be a third person around. It's like, oh, Joseph, and I can't remember the girl's name. They're hanging out again. And Peggy's like, no, 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 no. You can't let them be alone. Go, be the third right. wheel. It's okay to be the third wheel. Don't oh let them God. have a moment alone. Don't let them have a moment without you, Bobby. Go, Bobby, go. <laughs> because you can okay. see they had an attraction, but they couldn't understand what it was. Because they got similarities. They were so similar in nature because of who their father were. Like both of them know who their father were. So it's, it is hilarious. And on that particular note, as well as when Dale realized that she has the similarities to Joseph, that means this, this, this child, this woman is, this child is my child. So I, I must have conspiracy again. They took, they right. took my dick. I was, oh, Dale, Dale, Dale. <laughs> this is what yeah, I need. Anguish. Yeah. I, I need to see more of Monsignor Martinez. Live action. I would love to see that. <laughs> I would love to see a spinoff with John Redcorn because, you know, he's not on often enough that if you put him in any of his own world to see how he operates going from rock singer, you know, gotta get the money to children singer mm. and all his life and being a faith healer and, and his backstory, you know, and, and his dad, his mom, his, you know, the rest of his people he's always talking about. He's so proud about him. Let's see where he really stands with his people. Have Give me that as a spinoff. I would love to see a movie focused on Dale. Do give me a TV movie or a directed oh, DVD, yeah. like you know, okay. a direct uh, streaming, like you know, Disney Plus, and and do like a, a, a like an hour, hour ish just on Dale, and and on Dale doing a whole conspiracy theory. Like he comes across in one of his conspiracy theories, yeah. he tries to tell the other guys it's real. They all brush right. him That's off right. like usual. 
but, but it's, it's a true conspiracy. It actually true. happened. It's almost yeah, like a national treasure kind of thing. It's like, no, that that's no, there's nothing written on the Constitution on the back of Invisible Ink, and he finds it. Yes, and let him yeah. go through the whole thing. That, <laughs> you know, with being a bounty hunter and all that, go through the whole adventure, uh, have yeah. it come to its end, and you know, it's, and then him realizing like, this is so deep, I can't even tell the rest of the guys about it. And they're like, hey, so uh, Dale, how was your conspiracy hunting? Yeah, <laughs> right. Thank you. I, I, yeah. I will, I, I will even, I will, I will, I will add that on to at the very end, the government realizing that Dale's getting too close. I'm grinning up to the side and saying, you need to keep quiet or we'll, we'll, we'll erase you from existence type of scenario. And right. Dale's like, uh, yeah, I'm getting a little too deep. I can't tell the boys about this. <laughs> How's the conspiracy there going, Dale? <laughs> Hank, no. Yeah, there was no conspiracy. I was just, I thought it was something. It's not, it's not, it's not. And you have like the guys through the bushes, like, start to stink away. All right, good, good move. <laughs> the one time the conspiracy is actual, and he's like watching people looking at him, coming out of the bushes, coming around. He's, he's, okay, he's, he's retreating. He's stopping. <laughs> he's compliant. Right he's compliant. <laughs> pull back, slowly pull back. And everybody, all I see is certain corners out of that viewpoint, bushes moving. <laughs> that would be the best way to end off and when the actual conspiracy falls into place. I was even thinking, in, 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 my God, sorry guys, we're, we're having too much fun with this. I would think that this is a conspiracy from, you know, it ties into what you're saying. So uh-huh. I would just say there's something from a conspiracy from long ago that he thought that never fruition. Yes. But it was there. Right. And he nearly had it. And it comes back and you see like, say, 10 years later that he comes back across it again and then realizing that he puts two and two together and then we fall into what you're saying. Yeah, that would have been that would have been easy. That would have been nice. That that means he's always been watching because I want to make it sure that make everybody understand he's always talking about conspiracy. So uh-huh. it could have been if he could have been so close, he's been like one thread away from pulling something that can unravel. Yeah, and and it's something that he pulled. He slightly pulled and it nearly unraveled like ten years ago. And he's like, he got distracted by another conspiracy. Well, that one was right there, and people were watching. Oh, he, oh, he's nearly onto us. Keep an eye, keep an eye on on uh, keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. And, and that, that, that's basically be it. So for the rest of life, hence the reason why he's always feeling that people are watching over him because they're like, oh, he's close again. No, I'm no, sorry. Cool, cool, cool. And he's close again. And then he pulls a thread like, oh gosh, Dale, uh, that file, he, he's, he's back out again. He's going deep. You got to stop him. Stop him. And then we go through the national treasure to kind of think to the point of yeah. like, that, that's, Listen. that's what I want to see. And you know what? Yeah. That, you said it one time before. I'm not sure if you remember what you said that. Let it be Boomhauer that's the one that's keeping an eye on Dale. I'm done. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you for having yourself a great, it was great. This podcast is officially done. That would be hilarious. You Inside said it before. Man. You were the one that came up. I was like, can you imagine if it was Boomhauer? He's not really on a back injury. It's his cover so he can stay close to Dale because they know Dale is his friend. I, I forgot I said that for the last time. Yeah. Right. That and would have been. just have Boomhauer saying he's been distracted. And then you still see the bushes moving away, but but Dale never realizes it. it's Boomhauer that's trying to keep him safe. Safe, even though I'll, he's I'll reached. Yeah, so Boomhauer is not trying to betray him. Boomhauer is just there trying he's to trying to save him. Secret Service is close. He's like, yeah. "Hey, man, what are you doing, Dale?" He's like, "Oh, you know, I'm going over here." Instead of telling Dale to go left, it's like, "Oh, Dale, continue." It's like, "Oh, Dale, I think you should go this way because he's trying to save Dale." <laughs> yeah, Secret Service is right there in the bushes, about to jump him. Uh, yeah. 
my boy, my boy, Val, you need to go over there to the Just go just to get something from the house. Man. Just come with me back to the house again. Okay, cool. Safer. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, please remember us. We'll, we'll, we'll be consultants. We'll just add to more storyline. Just, just don't forget us. That's all I'm saying. Holy Toledo Batman and Uncle Jay. Let's go. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> to be the man, you got to beat the man. That that that's all we gotta say. Well, Rod okay. brings us to that time. Mm. We've made it through another end of a podcast, but we are getting closer to episode one hundred. We are c- counting Love down. Love it. So close. That's so good. excited. <laughs> Didn't think we we got past ten, and now here we are, <laughs> close to, to close to episode one hundred. Trust me, we'll give it out now when we're like three episodes away. And mm-hmm. I don't know. We got to do something. We got we got to do something. Something to be done. So don't you worry. We we gonna figure it out. We can't do nothing like Australia fireworks for New Year's Eve. That was seven million dollars. I'm not in the budget. Know, that's not within the budget. Not, not within the budget. budget. Five tons of explosives. If a fireworks, where am I gonna store five tons of t- fireworks? I'm I'm not Batman. That, that I'm, that's be a little coarse uh, heat. The heat might be a little bit too much. A little bit too much for me. Something like get hot. Some okay. So uh, yeah. On that note. Oh my gosh. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for supporting the show. Like, subscribe, share. And I said, if you want to help the show out financially, we have a Patreon page and we do have with some exclusive videos and we do have a coffee page that you do like a one-time tip on either one of those. And that will really help us grow, get some more stuff for the show. Maybe get us those fireworks that we can do for episode 100. (laughs) (laughs) On behalf of my man, my cousin, the man, the myth, the legend. Mm, I go by the name of DJ Rod C. Yo! Right on. I go by Barry3D. You can find me at Barry3D.com. This has been the Iconist Podcast, and we thank you so much for tuning in and being here with us. And remember, this whole world was started with a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. Mm. We out. We out. Ding 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 ding